welcome to another episode of the Good Guys Podcast. My name is Brandon Dixon. I'm a happily married man and a humble father of four. And as always, I am joined by none other than the the Reverend Slim Rev, a.k.a. Joshua Azzy. What's good, BD? Oh, you good? You good? Man, I got to get my headphones fixed, man. Hey, dog. Come on. My ears ain't shaped for these uh, earbuds, bro. Hey, dog. I mean, those are the bootleg earbuds that you got, bro. Hey, from the dollar store, look at them. (laughs) One thing about J.E., bro. Mm -mm. I ain't about to double. I'm about to go get my original headphones fixed. I'm not about to buy new headphones. Hey, dog. I'm married now, bro. Money, money matters, bro. Oof, boy. When you single, you just oh yeah. Oh, I get a new one. Right. Yeah. yeah. Get the AirPods too, man. But if I get a headphones and I forget to pay the water bill and I only got five dollars left, <laughs> that ain't gonna that ain't gonna look right at the end of the month, BD. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I never, bro. That's one thing men do. We avoid at all costs mm-hmm. an upset wife at all costs. Exactly. If that you means can. I have to, if that means I have to get fifteen straight podcasts with me fixing my buzz like this for me to have a happy <laughs> home, so be it. So be it. There's one thing that happens when you get married as a man, mm-hmm. your priorities change. Oh man, your priorities change big time. That might be a topic for another podcast. There's nothing more important than getting the bills paid. Ain't nothing more important, man. You talking about peace that surpasses all understanding and misunderstandings? Mm. Mm. Let the light stay on. Let her feel that good rest and heat rest on her. Mm. When it's a hot day outside, let that cool air conditioning hit her across the face. Wah, wah. Mm. And when she go into that bathroom and that's water coming out of there. That's right. When she goes to that mailbox and she don't see nothing talking about past Duke. <laughs> Can you mail the this in? <laughs> the peace. You mm. won't get no kudos for it. No, 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 and, nobody and show no fathers no love for keeping them bills paid. But, <clears throat> but let one month go. Let one month go. Oh yeah, they don't. You gonna hear about that? They're, they're like bill. They're like uh uh like if you pay a mortgage or something, you could pay fifteen years straight. That one month you don't pay, they do mm-hmm. not care about the fifteen years that you was consistent on time two days before the time. Mm-hmm. Ladies, come on now, y'all gonna get some of that heat later on in the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, we do have a great episode here today. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get into it. But uh, before that, I do want to say, if you have not done so already, all right, if you enjoy the content, hit the subscribe button, help us out um, and get involved in the podcast. Uh, hop in the comments, uh, leave comments, hit the like button. Um, and if you, you know, if you know people who might enjoy the Good Guys podcast, need some relationship advice, tell them about the Good Guys podcast. OK. Also, make sure y'all ask questions. Mm. If you want to ask a good guy about whether or not your guy's a good guy, or if you're a good guy, leave a comment, leave a question. We'll love to answer and give you the good guy's guide to a good relationship, to a good life, to a good meal. Whichever good you want, we got the goods. Here at the Good Guys Podcast. Absolutely. All right. We're going to go ahead and get started, as we customarily do, with the weekly airing of grievances. And we've got one today. 
It's time. It's time for this to be discussed. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> we are, what, two and a half months into uh, the year of our Lord 2020. Mm. And coming into this year, I think a lot of people had some high expectations for the new year, you know, all the pastors and reverends across the nation had their, you know, 2020, how's your vision in, in the year 2020 uh, sermons, play on words, uh, you know, ready to go. Hmm. You know, they were they, cranking them out. BD, they weren't seeking the Lord on this one. Obviously not. Hmm. Because so far, the year 2020... It just needs to go in the trash can. Just the whole thing. Two and a half months in the game, Josh. Hmm. It has just been one thing after another. One prominent person passing after another. One, you know, global pandem pandemic uh, after. Well, there's only been one. But <laughs> the year 2020 has been nothing nice. Not nice. First, you had Kobe pass away, him and his daughter and seven other people in a tragic helicopter accident. <laughs> That's so messed up. <laughs> I feel sorry for those other Kobe, seven people. Kobe, Gianna, and seven others. Seven other people. I'm like, jeez. Wow. That's a bad way to go. If that's you go, bad. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be insensitive, but that's a bad way to go in a helicopter right. with Kobe Bryant. I'm probably looking at Kobe as the helicopter going down, knowing that my legacy's done. <laughs> my <laughs> legacy is done. <laughs> Kobe's looking at you with the eyes saying, Mamba out, <laughs> but never forgotten. I'll be remembered <laughs> forever, right? <laughs> never forgotten. But y'all. <laughs> right. <laughs> Five championships. Man, bro, that sucks. But anyway, Kobe and Gianna tragically passed. Um, you know, so that that took a toll on a lot of people. Dang. And then now, and, and Pop Smoke, BD. Okay, you did have Pop Smoke. I had no idea who he was until. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's keep going. Let's keep going. I don't know how many thugs. Listen, bro. I don't know how many thugs cried over that. Yeah, don't come school. after me, dog. Nah, I ain't got no connections to any gang affiliations nah, of any man. sort. Don't hey. run up in my house. Okay. Nah, man. Nah. Let's keep going, bro. Keep going. Come on. <laughs> this might be the one. And now we've got the coronavirus, which has just become like, I don't know. It's like something out of a horror movie. <clears throat> like when they announced that the NBA season is suspended, I was like, is this like this really seems like a movie or something like that that you're watching on TV that you're like, no, that would never happen in the real world. It's happening. The NBA season is canceled. The March Madness tournament is canceled. Uh, you know, all these leagues, are, the Masters canceled. What are what am I supposed to do, Josh? With with no NBA season, do you know? Do, yeah, do what I do, BD. <laughs> What's that, James? <clears throat> Absolutely nothing. Okay. Well, cool. like for me, bro, my life is pretty simple, bro. I was weaned off the NBA, weaned off of March Madness years ago, BD. I was prepared. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going somewhere with that. No, nah, that was that's as far as I'm going. No, that's pretty much it. <laughs> pretty much it. <laughs> I don't have cable. <laughs> I don't have <laughs> exactly. That's about, that's where it stops. That's where the buck nah, stops. That's pretty much it. Can't watch the bucks because that's where the buck stops. 
Wow. But yeah, man, like it, it, it's it's I don't know. This year just out the gate is just like been one thing after the other. You know, everything's getting canceled. All entertainment's getting canceled. I still have to go to work. The kids, the school is canceled. You might be off work. I don't know. But I still have to go to work. So I, this is like a lose lose situation. I, you know, and when I go to work, I can't do the paper with the trash can and the Kobe. Can't do that because Kobe's gone. Dang. 2020 has just been a terrible year. And that is my weekly airing of grievances. The year 2020. Can we just skip to 2021? I, I know this is unprecedented, but can we do it? Can we just zoop, skip that? Maybe. No, no. We can skip right through the holidays, too, because I'm still broke from the last holidays. Just skip through the holidays. Go to the new year. Give me my tax return for next year. And we'll for start three months, <laughs> for two and a half months of work. Nope. We'll go ahead and give me the whole year. Assume that I worked for the rest of the Assume, year. Yeah, I need some. OK. Assume that you took those taxes for me and go ahead and give me my tax return for the year 2020. And we'll just start 2021 with a new tax return, you know, refunds and 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 and, and, and a new year and a fresh start. <clears throat> BD. That's why I promise never to be one of those preachers that bring in a new year with with phrases that appeals to the year to come. Because I'm sure God was like, oh, word. <laughs> Do y'all see what I see? Do you see what I see? <laughs> Do you see what I see? And God's like, bro, straight in January, we're going to lose. We're gonna take I ain't going to take Kobe. Kobe going to get Kobe going to get murked. They're going to they gonna pop smoke. And then Corona's coming. Mm. And and this is just March. I'm like, bruh, let's stop this because come on, man. Don't infect my turkey, bruh. Don't get mm. don't get into don't get into my, you know, the holidays, BD. <clears throat> but 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 I, I I just pray. And I'm 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 gonna stay away from my conspiracy stuff because it's not the podcast for it. But I'm just like, man, I wish people took the coronavirus as seriously as they, did, as they do their heart health mm. and their diabetes. Mm. I mean, the heart disease and diabetes kills more people than Corona ever will. This is true. And I'm like, if y'all, if y'all snatching toilet paper off the shelves and y'all snatching stuff to prepare for a virus, why y'all not snatching blueberries and, 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 and healthy foods off the shelf? I walk down the aisles. I'm like, oh, the blueberry still here. Oh, oranges are everywhere, huh? <laughs> Apples, bananas. I was talking to my wife about that because she was like, man, we need to go to the store. We haven't gone to the store. We need to, you know, stock up on stuff. I was like, babe, I'm not worried about it because we're vegan now. Don't nobody want the stuff we eat. <laughs> nah, They're snatching that. all the bread with the refined Unless sugars and all that stuff. It depends on what side of town you stay on. Now, if you stay in the hood, the vegan stuff are there. True. If you stay Fast. in a good neighborhood, oh, that oh. vegan stuff is snatched. Yeah, they snatched up. They're not about to go to meat because of Corona. No. They're going to say, nah, we're going to stay true to us because they got the money for it. It's the yeah. hood places that I'm concerned about. That's why I'm like, oh, it's Popeye's all over again. Mm. I said, I, I said, I refuse to go to Walmart. I'm going to Target. Just joking. I'm going, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going where they, these, okay, I ain't going to say these people. They're my people. I'm not because I came from them same neighborhoods, BD. I know the struggle. I know the struggle mills that they're they're sifting through the aisles for. We'll hold off on that because we're going to talk about that later in the podcast. But what I will say is 
I saw a meme that said, this coronavirus is them Popeye's chicken sandwiches finally starting <clears throat> to digest. I'm trying to tell y'all. And you know what? Boondocks talked about this. They had the episode where Opu was giving away the free fried chicken and then everybody ate the fried chicken and then they had the bird flu at the time that was going on. But it's the same thing. Everybody's eating the fried chicken from Popeye's. Now you got the coronavirus that everybody's getting. I don't know, man. Dang, they had Popeye's in China? Dang. I don't know. That's where it started, huh? Yeah. You do- they connect, know. bro. Maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe it's a different grade of virus. Maybe they had some called the Popeye Wong that came out in China, bro. Same wow. thing as Popeye's chicken, bro. <laughs> bro. Same thing over there. We just didn't get the, uh, the same commercials that they had in China. Hey, man. I don't know. 2020 said, oh, y'all want to see something clear? Mm. <laughs> Jesus is coming back. <laughs> if y'all want to see something I'm clear. I'm trying to tell you, bro. Listen, hey. y'all better get y'all lives right, man. Get listen, listen, right. listen. I've been re- I'm ready for the last days. <laughs> I've been preaching about this for 12 years. I've been wow. trying to prep y'all for this. Man, I'm sitting here chilling. I got a door open for a raven to bring a biscuit through. Wow. I know God's going to supply all my needs. I'm mm-hmm. still, no matter when the end times come, I'm still on assignment. And if right. I'm still on assignment, he's still going to provide for my assignment here. But all of y'all that ain't got no purpose to show for your life, oh, you're done. Mm. You're done. You got to be done. <laughs> no, you're not done. But boy, you better get your faith up. This ain't no, this ain't a game, boy. He said, if you see the clouds in the sky and the birds doing what they do and you see the signs of the times, he says, man, y'all better not have children in those days. Y'all better be y'all better be wise in those days, and so that's that's why. Hey, when the video stopped recording, JE's on a mountain somewhere. <laughs> wow, safe. Nah, I'm joking. Nah, y'all not done. Y'all just better. Y'all just better. Y'all better. This is a this is like the beginning, beginning, the last, the beginning of the last days. Do you think so? Like, it's okay. So like, I wasn't paying attention to the coronavirus until they canceled the NBA season. Yeah. Um, but once they did, I then began my research. And I don't know, like you only have like a three percent chance of mortality from this disease from what I'm reading. It's not about the disease, BD. I I, okay. I tried to stay away from this, but you open the door. <laughs> I'm sorry. It I is didn't. not it is not about the virus. It's about the vaccines, BD. Oh, that they're going to develop? That they're going to develop. That's going to cause even more damage than the virus ever could have. Dang. They, 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 I, you saw another meme that says those who sell the pandemic mm, sell the yeah. pill. I saw that. <clears throat> so my thing is anybody with common sense will look at it and say 70,000 people recovered and we're panicking over 3% of people that died. That's over 80, but everybody up under 60 is panicking. They're, mm. they're, 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 they're seeing it, how much can we, how stupid can people be to go crazy over realistic numbers? Right. So this can be the test, the testing of what they really about to do. Oh, they're going to react like this. Okay. Bet when the real thing comes, we got everybody because everybody out here is stupid. I actually believe you on that. Normally I laugh at your conspiracies, but on this <laughs> I don't even think that's a conspiracy. Like I that's legit just common sense. <laughs> yeah, like because I mean, it does seem like like they are drumming up like 
you know, fear and stirring up fear over a virus that seems like it's not much more dangerous than the flu. But if you can generate a ton of fear in the U.S. population and then come up with a supposed cure or vaccine, big pharma is banking. Like, you know what I mean? So and then who knows, you know, now after that, you know what they're doing with the vaccine and the effects that are to come for that. That's more going into your conspiracy. Yeah, waters, we'll just stop, we'll just stop here because um, I don't want the feds at my door. <laughs> so basically, but, yeah. So basically, but, connect the dots, my people. In everything, test the spirit by the spirit. Connect the dots with common sense, and prepare yourselves, because the end times are here, ladies and gentlemen. You heard about the lady that uh, wrote a book and predicted this in two thousand eight. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was a lady who wrote a book in 2008 that said there will be a pneumonia-like virus that will come in the year 2020. Hmm. These stuff, man, is just that these things, most life events, big events were planned years ago. And that's all I'm going to say. Let's get back to, uh, <laughs> yeah, the preachers, man, didn't hear from God about this because uh, they didn't see what God saw. And I hmm. just want to say, you know what, God? I'm glad I got you because if this ha- all this happening before April, mm. hey man, what's the rest of the year have man? I'm like everybody's man, bruh. I'm like who's the next celebrity that's gonna go, bruh? Because if if Kobe's the bottom, and I bet you everybody who's above Kobe around around that celebrity status, they're like, oh shoot, nobody's safe. Well, I hope 2020 gets better. Yeah. From here, <clears throat> hopefully it's 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 off to a bad start, and then we're we can we can go nowhere but up from here. <laughs> but uh, I'm not gonna up. lie, the, a lot of the people are saying that it's just the tip of the iceberg as far as the Corona thing. So I don't know, but I do know that I have a solid foundation in my relationship with God. Yeah. And what at the end of the day, whatever happens, heaven's I, heaven's real. <laughs> at the end of the day, at the end of the day, no matter if the worst comes, and I gotta go. I be in heaven with my bucket of wings. So either way, I win. In heaven, I can have wings. Yeah. Down here. Hey man, as it is in as it, as it is in heaven, as it is on earth, BD. Mm. I don't want you to get to heaven and God be like, bruh. You ain't pray over those wings, bruh. <laughs> you know what? Let's talk about that. <clears throat> Do we really pray over our food? Not nah, because I because recently I was like, you know what? Am I really covering this food right now? Like, am I really, am I just going through to just get through this prayer so I can eat? Sometimes I catch myself biting my food and then praying. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been so hungry, BD? You bite your food. You done went through two wings. Of, oh, I didn't pray. Oh, I ain't pray over it. What? Hey. Yeah. Um, I think that happens. That happens a lot. I, I definitely, I'm not going to lie. I think I do kind of, I think I've done, I've prayed over my food for so long and for yeah. so many years that it's just like habit. Yep. <clears throat> do I really, I don't know. I, how do, let me know. How do you feel? Do you feel that it's really making an impact on the food that you are eating? Not not our prayers. I th- I've, I've decided maybe about two months ago. To truly sit there before my food mm-hmm. and pray over it with focus. Okay. Right. Because I think there's some there's power in a focused prayer, not in a already fashioned prayer. You see what I'm saying? I agree with that. So if you if you that. really focus on it, 
and you are thankful for it and you and you 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 add an extra 45 seconds to your prayer just extra 45 because some of us we just be putting five seconds thank you i appreciate you peace that's what it is and that's what i was thinking about i was like man like this is just a memorized prayer i could say it in my sleep I, I, I say it as quickly as possible as the food is coming to my mouth. I have the amount of time that it takes to get the chicken wing from my plate to my mouth to say the prayer. No honor, and no thanksgiving, no none. reverence, no appreciation, none. no like there's really GMOs in this. <laughs> like, 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 right. I just exactly. think we got we got that's what I mean about spiritual stuff, man. We got to we, we can't just be shallow no more. Even down to the praying over our food, we have to be intentional because we are in some bad times. And that's why, you know, people like Paul got bit by a snake and didn't bother him. The Bible says you if you eat any poisonous things, it won't affect you because these people probably actually prayed over their food. Now, if you out there eating a bucket of chicken every day, I'm talking about I'm talking about even with food, like good food, you got to pray over Cause you don't even right. you, you never you didn't go to that farm you don't even, that's true you don't know if they put the stamp of organic on there and With they would the not even and everything yeah. yeah but we but if you're out there eating a bucket of chicken and burgers every day that and God ain't covering that now if you right, and that's have, now if you got nothing you at work and y'all can't go nowhere and they got pork chops there and you ain't had pork chops and you have no food don't be stupid pray over that right but if you eat the same thing every day expecting God to cover it. Exactly. That's where I be with that scripture. It's like, man, that <clears throat> scripture sounds amazing, but I know people be abusing it like just because. And I'm like, let's look at the scripture <laughs> in context. They wasn't eating what we was eating back then. <laughs> right. They didn't have they didn't, they didn't have the science and the technology we have to make sure stuff is pasteurized or whatever it's called. So yeah. they, they actually had other stuff to be concerned about. But we're talking about even your fruits and veggies and B, uh, BDs processed vegan foods. You got to pray over that. You right. You're absolutely right. Now that I've been researching and studying, you know, foods and stuff that they put in these foods that's harming <clears throat> our bodies or whatever, even like 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 you said, the the processed um some of the stuff that I get, the plant based uh meat that's processed or whatever, hey, I have to pray over that. I ain't gonna lie. That stuff kinda scares me sometimes. Yeah, bro. Uh, I'm telling you, man. I try not to eat it that much. Biddy, I won't eat anything processed. Processed foods is what's killing people. And that's why yeah. I was saying, like, remember those? Day, remember that day we went and we saw for the first time, the first time. Remember your first time seeing jumbo legs, like big wings. We thought, oh, where did get this chicken from? There yeah. was there was a season of our lives where everything was normal, and then we started <laughs> going to restaurants. Like, man, remember we went to Cheddar's? Like, man, we never seen chicken strips like this. <laughs> we was like, man, y'all give me all. Think about, oh snap. You mean to tell me y'all was giving me seven jumbo chicken tenders, mashed potatoes, and macaroni and cheese for seven ninety nine? Mm-hmm. That chicken wasn't real. Nah. Cause you give if you give me real organic chicken strips, that meal's gonna be sixteen sixty six. And the, the strips gonna be <clears> way smaller than that. Way smaller than that, and you got a bunch of white on your plate. <laughs> and all the food scooped to the middle of the plate. Right. For seventeen dollars. Yeah, man. No matter what you eat or how you eat, you, I think we definitely should pray over our foods. But yeah, definitely actually take the time to thank God. Actually pray and cover. Right. Hmm. That's well, a good point. Yeah, because man, I caught myself. I was like, man, I do not. I'm not thankful for this food. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, this this food can have all kind of crazy stuff in it. And man, bro, I was so mad the other day, bro. 
Union County and all these different counties, man, you got be man, y'all gotta be careful. I mean, I, Mecklenburg County, uh, uh, just Charlotte at large, man. I was like, what's going on, bro? Talking about the water supply. I heard some mm. when my family's at, they were talking about that E. coli in their water. I was like, oh man, they, I heard someone said they got chlamydia in the ocean. I, mm. I said, what's going on, bro? I said, man. Better stay prayed up, Lord. Y'all better stay prayed up, y'all. I'm telling y'all. Y'all better know the Lord for yourself. So when the Lord say don't drink that, you don't drink it. Facts. All right, man. Let's get off that, man. That was, boy, we got through. <laughs> we saw like this. We, we this channel ain't nothing but for conspiracies. <laughs> yeah, no. <clears throat> All right. We're going to keep it moving into the main topic of the day. We've got a good one here today, J.E., but before we get into this topic, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all right, I want to issue a quick disclaimer. Yes. All right. The topic that we are discussing today is a part of a two-part series. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> so today, we're going to be talking about... Today. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, the four, thing, uh, four mistakes that women make in relationships that oftentimes, you know, cause relationships to fail. Next week, mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about four <laughs> things that men do in relationships that cause relationships to fail. Okay? We're getting on both sides. All right? The women is this week. The men are next week. All right? Even, I may even, put... even though tomorrow's not promised. <laughs> <laughs> no, tomorrow's not promised. But God, Lord willing, we'll be here next week, and we will talk about the four things that men do uh, mistakes that men make in relationships. Okay, so we're not picking on the ladies. This is not a misogynistic podcast. Not even close. Okay, not even close. We get on both sides, and I, I definitely try to make sure that I'm harder on the men because I mean, especially or both of us, because this is the good guys podcast. So um, our focus really is on the responsibility of men in these relationships and what we need to be doing. That's right. But that's right. We're going to talk about both sides. This week is women. Next week will be the men. With that said, mm -hmm. this week we're going to be talking about four mistakes that women make in relationships. Um, we've all had relationships. We all have relationships, uh, you know, that have failed. And there's a number of different reasons why relationships fail. Um, so we're going to talk about four of the mistakes on the women's side um, that you could make to cause a relationship to fail. And these are this is not an, an exhaustive list. These are just four um, common ones that we're going to talk about here today. If you have any other um, mistakes that you know you've made, or you know someone you know has made, or anything like that, feel free to drop that in the comments um, so that we can spark discussion on that as well. Um, but we're going to talk about the four uh, that we've got here today. And the first uh, mistake I think that women oftentimes make in relationships is you didn't know your own value. Hmm. And that's a common mistake that women make that I see all the time, you know, and it, and it can manifest itself in a lot of different kind of ways, you know, you get into a relationship and, you know, you just let a guy treat you any kind of way, <clears throat> you know, you, you let him talk to you any kind of way mm -hmm. you accept, you know, any kind of effort 
from that individual, that just means you didn't know your value, right? Like you are, you know, a, a child of God, a daughter of God. You're the apple of God's eye. Like you are a valuable commodity. If you read Proverbs 31 and you look at, you know, what a woman of God is and what she entails, you know, she is highly valued, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so if if you're in a relationship and that guy is not treating you as such, you, you don't know your own value. You're putting up with stuff that you're not supposed to be putting up with, that you have no business putting up with. Yeah. And a lot of times that's how relationships, you know, end up going south. And yeah, and I think I think when it comes to a lot of ladies, um, there were some mistakes. And what I mean by mistakes, you know, the stakes in the ground, um, things that hold you down, things that root you were missed. Um, some ladies, there was a stake that was missing as far as a father. There was some stakes that was missing in regards to um, uh, uh, church and, and, and spiritual abuse and physical abuse and mental abuse, and emotional abuse and uh, et cetera. And so when those stakes have been missed and haven't been tied down, it causes women to flood and fly into uh, relationships that they're they're too good for. Um, that's why the greatest position a woman will ever hold and a, the greatest position a woman should process and understand is her position as God's daughter. Even if you uh, did not have a good father-daughter relationship with your father, even if you a lot of stakes, stakes in the ground were missed that wasn't tied down and roped down. Um, God is that anchor. And that's why it's very important for every woman to understand who she is in God's eyes, despite uh, 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 who she was in other people's eyes. Because a lot of women um, um, uh, have to understand that mistakes happen before mistakes happen. And so when it, mistakes in a relationship are the fruits of the mistakes in a single life or the or the stakes they have that to tie down. That's why I advise every woman to really process um, why or where is their self-esteem? Where is their self-worth? Where is their value? Because if you don't know your value now, you will be on a clearance rack. And a lot of women are on the clearance racks of relationships and men don't shop high end. A lot of men don't shop high end uh, because they're, they're, there's women who are high maintenance. We're not talking about extreme high maintenance, but some men are not even men. And so boys want toys. Men want responsibilities. And so when a man a real man is not going to look for a woman or be led to his woman at a clearance rack. But if all these women who don't know their value are on a clearance rack, these low-level men are going to come to the clearance rack and shop. And they're going to pick women they know that they can manipulate mentally because they know for a fact that their father wasn't there or her mind is not stable <clears throat> or whatever. And so I think when a woman uh, uh, doesn't know her worth, then she will then men will see what worth he can get out of her at a low price. And so a lot of stakes were missing in a lot of women's lives, but God can rope those areas and tie you down onto him so that you'll realize who you are in him. So that when a a a a, a man comes into your life, you'll know your worth and your value and you won't put up with stuff in a relationship. And that's what happens. I I, I have no I have empathy, but I have uh I always tell women. You choose who you submit to. You choose. And if you and if you don't know what to choose and you don't know that you've been chosen, you're going to choose the wrong man to submit to and suffer the consequences in that relationship. So I think, like you said, BD, one of the top mistakes that women make in a relationship happen before they get into the relationship. And you have to tie down those loose ends onto God and 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 allow him to fix those mistakes 
those stakes that was missing, tie you down onto him so that when you get into a relationship, you'll be in the right one where a man who he who is also tied down to God. Right, right. And I think, you know, that's just something that's important. Like you said, before you get in a relationship to know, you know, to get in the word and understand what your value is and what God says about your value. The Bible says that he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. So the type of guy that you want, the good guy is trying to, you know, obtain favor from the Lord. It was trying to find his good thing. And that's, that's, that's the value that you provide to a relationship. That's what God says about you as a woman. So knowing that, right. And then not just knowing it, but understanding what that looks like, Yeah, you know, and applying reading Proverbs, Proverbs 31, applying it, becoming, working on yourself, you know, becoming an asset that you can bring to a relationship and, you know, and, and improve, you know, a man of God or whatever, just knowing that and, and, and preparing yourself. First of all, what that's going to do is it's going to filter out a lot of the guys that yeah. you don't need to be wasting your time with. Mm-hmm. When you know who you are, when you know what the value that you bring, you know, if you're if you're in the workforce and, you know, you you know that you are the best, you know, IT program developer there is. Right. You know what your value is. You know what you're bringing to the table. You're not going to go in Burger King and be a cashier. Because you know the value that you bring to an organization. You know, I'm not going to bring any value to Burger King at the cash register when I can, you know, program, create programs that can improve the infrastructure of a Fortune 500 company. So if you are developing yourself, you know what your value is. You know what you can bring to the table. You know what you can bring to a man of God. It's going to filter out a lot of those, you know, the guys, the Burger Kings of the world, the guys who aren't doing anything, the guys that just want to use you, the guys that just want to abuse you. You're going to be looking for a specific opportunity, a specific type of guy. And it's going to be, um, you know, a man of God whose purpose and, 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 and calling is going to line up with what you can bring to the table. So number one mistake that a lot of women make in relationships you didn't know your own value. Did you have anything else on that? Yeah, team? man. Like you gotta, you gotta know the game. And and a lot of a lot of women fall for what they never heard. So a man says something that you never heard, and you think is gospel. You think it's truth. And you have to understand that you got to go to God's word and hear what he has to say about you so that when someone says something contrary or you already heard it from God, you already solid. And and, and, and that's why I'm telling you, um, your values in him, your values, not in your job, <clears throat> your value is not in no man. Because one thing I respect about my wife is if she's not moved, you see what I'm saying? Like her root system is in God first. And that's the type of woman I want. That's the type of woman I want. I don't want a woman that depends on me in regards to value. That's too much work. I'm, I'm no man wants to be his wife's daddy. And well, <laughs> well, uh, in certain situations, <laughs> but what I'm saying is <laughs> no man wants to father his wife. It's that simple. So you have to be fathered so that you can be a wife because it's going to be hard to be a wife. If you're looking for a man to father you um, and, and it doesn't matter what you didn't have or who you didn't have. God is a present help in a time of trouble. He is near the brokenhearted. You see what I'm saying? And so uh, if you want to be healthy for a healthy asset for a relationship, you have to be healed 
before you even think about being in a relationship. So the number one mistake, like BD said, is that women do not know their value and know their worth. And they make a lot of mistakes or they they flood into situations they shouldn't even been in in the first place. All right. And um, so we'll go ahead and go into number two. And the number two point is you try to change him or don't accept who he is. Mm -hmm. And that's a common mistake um, that I see a lot. And it's, it's, you know, like I said, it's just a common mistake. Like when you get into a relationship with a guy, and like we said, this this goes into the first point, being prepared, knowing your value, uh, that's going to dictate what kind of things you're looking for. If you, um, you know, don't know your value and you're just, you know, just looking for pretty much anything and some guy comes along and spits the right game to you, like J.E. said, <clears throat> and you get into that relationship, don't get into the relationship and then come to your senses and be like, oh, you know, that game was tight, and but now that's faded away. What do we actually have here? Oh, you have a lot of flaws that I'm, you know, not compatible with. Let me try to change you. No, it's too late. <laughs> like, you can't, don't get into a relationship and expect to change a person. Uh, men are not like real estate, okay? <clears throat> you can't, you, yeah. you know, in real estate, when you're a real estate investor, if you're really a savvy investor, you want to buy a property that's distressed, that's messed up. You want to go in, you want to make repairs to that property, increase the value of the property, and then, you know, you 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 enjoy the equity that you created. So you basically you bought it, you know, you bought a property that's messed up and you mm-hmm. fixed it, right? You increased the value of that. That works in real estate. It's not going to work in a man. Don't look for a man that you can fix up. No, okay. The same, the the same fixer up. That's right. That's right. Don't don't. Oh, you know, he's got he's got a really good job and he makes good money. He treats me like crap and he's misogynistic, but I can fix that. I can fix that. You know, don't do that. Mm-mm. Don't you know. Oh, he's he, uh, you know, he he's abusive. But, you know, I can look past that because he's he's a really good guy. He's, you know, like, no, don't try to fix you know, things that are that are wrong with a with a man. That's not your job. Mm-mm. That's the job of, you know, that's God's job. That's between that man and his relationship with God. And, and, and those things need to be fixed before, you know, he assumes responsibility. That's right. For a spouse. So that's again, I can't say it enough. That's not your is not your job to raise a man. It's not your job to fix a man. You know, and once you are with an individual, you have to accept, you know, who he is. Now, there's some things, you know, that as we grow and we get older, a lot of times men, sometimes men mature slower at a slower rate than than females. So some things may change over time. But overall, you have to accept who that man is. Like if he, you know, the things that he enjoys, his interests like you have to accept that. Like, don't come in and try to change the things that he's interested in. Oh, you're interested in sports. I want you to be interested in, you know, I don't know, basket weaving. You can't do that. <laughs> basketball, not basket weaving. <laughs> exactly. 
You have to accept who that man is. And that's why you need to do work on the front end. Like I, it just keeps coming back to you have to do work on the front end of these relationships, people. Yeah. Like you have to know you should know already who he is, what he's interested in, what his passions are. And from there, you can determine if that kind of aligns with the things that you're interested in or if you guys, you know, can make that work or, you know, use your 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 interests together as far as what y'all's calling in uh, calling is going to be. Um, but, yeah, like that's why. Uh, what is it called? Not dating, but uh, courting. Courting, yeah. courting is so important because it's a time period. Just because you're courting somebody, just because you're going on a date with somebody doesn't mean that you have to get in a relationship with that person. It's okay to go out on a couple of, you know, public places or whatever, talk over coffee, whatever the case may be, and decide, hey, this isn't a person that I want to pursue a relationship. Not a bad person. He's cool. He's just not the one for me. So point number two, you try to change him. You don't accept who he is. J.E., what do you got? Listen, man, I wrote a lot of points while BD was talking because a lot. I mean, he said a lot of triggering um, thoughts. First thing I want to let ladies know is that um, your energy as a wife was never meant to raise a boy, but to praise a man. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so what happens is um, um, it kind of boils down to false expectations, false ideologies about the idea of love. And so what happens is a lot of women, um, um, some women struggle with control and and they settle for men like that because they want to be the dominant. That's what feminists kind of kind of kind of flow into uh, that feministic type of ideology, whereas that I don't want a real man. There's some women out there that don't even they want to raise boys because they want the dominant position relationship. And you got to watch out for that Jezebelic spirit, that controlling spirit, um, because it will flood through women. And it, the best way to de- to to the best way to decay a home is to decapitate decapitate the man. If you can mm. decapitate the man and switch the role and make the woman the head, then the home will never survive. That's why right. I would never be the type of man that'll be like, ask your mama. No, 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 no. You you asked the right one. No, 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 that, that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't degrade my wife's decision making, but it's teaching right. It's, it's showing the word of God as I'm the head of the home. And it's not an egotistical thing. It's a responsibility thing. See, one thing about me, I take my responsibility seriously. Right. So so it's not like, oh, I got to feel like the man. Anytime a man says I'm the man, anytime you hear a man says, well, I pay the bills, that man ain't a man. He's trying right. He's trying to receive accolades for what he... see. You don't like we joke around about the lights being on and stuff. We don't expect that praise. That's just joking because that's our responsibility. Now, we may get some love. We pay three months ahead. You know what I'm saying? If we do over and beyond exceedingly abundantly above all they ever asked or thought of. Right. Then we might. Keyword. We still might. We might. Right. It's not guaranteed, (laughs) but we might. But what I'm saying is that you, you can't get so caught up in. What can I fix? Because that could be the subtle, the subtle symptoms of a Jezebelic type of ideology of, well, I I want to fix him. See, Jesus is the only one that can fix a person. See, if he had his own show on HGTV, HGTV it'd be the Jesus Fixer Uppers. Oh, mm. it, it would just be him. No other host, just him, and he, he just fix up us. He's something that's what he does. And and but but if you're a good woman and you don't got that Jezebelic type of uh, symptoms or whatever, then then you got to be mindful that is this a boy in front of me or is this a man? Trust me, trust me. One thing that can never be hidden, <clears throat> one thing that is never hidden is red flags. You mm. just choose not to see them. 
Right. You cannot allow your desperation for a thing to cause you to be blinded from the obvious things as before you. So you that's what happens. A lot of people who are single, they get so excited. They idolize the idea of what a marriage is that they'll bypass the red. I'm talking about big red flag who who slapping you in the face just so that you can post on Instagram that you got a man. Having a man on Instagram is not is not kudos points. Real recognize real. You can fake all the dumb folks online. But people like us, we looking at y'all like this. (laughs) Scrolling past your page. Because anytime I see somebody post too much about their relationship, they're insecure about it. Anytime right. I see you post every, you on vacation and you don't post it every five minutes what you're doing on that vacation, and you got your eyes closed, lights off, but you took a picture of yourself while you sleep, that's too much. <laughs> so what I'm saying is all this stuff, all mistakes in relationships begin because we missed the stakes in our single life. And I'm telling you, ladies, you were not created to f- uh, f- uh, raise a man. You are created to have the energy to praise a man, a man that's already doing his thing, his handler's responsibilities. You praise him because that's what makes a man. It's hard to be a man out here, a good guy. It's hard. And so another point I had was it's false expectations, man. You got to go to God's word and realize what is marriage, marriage. See, people don't break marriage, BD. Marriage break people. Marriage right. is still the standard. Mar- God's way of marriage is still the standard. It's for mature audiences only. And right. so if you out there trying to be immature to handle marriage, why do you think the divorce rate is high? Because marriage was too heavy for them. The, 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 the realities of marriage was too heavy for them. You cannot have a marriage without the master. You can't have it. And right. if you try to do it without God and you try to do it without him, it will break you. And what most, what a lot of women do, they watch these Lifetime shows. Mm. And they get these false expectations of what relationship is. And when they meet a good man but doesn't but doesn't have what they think that man should have, they try to change that man. And that right. man's like, this is who I am. See, I don't mind changing for the better, but I'm not going to change from who I am. And I wrote this statement down right here. Um, change is not cemented. Change is ever flowing. You cannot right. change a man to a cemented philosophy, a cemented idea that you have in your mind. Change is ever flowing. So you can't sit there and be like, well, I grew up this way. I lived this way. And you got you a country boy. You a city girl. You grew up in mansions. You got a country man, country boy. Or you never. Grew- and it's crazy how many ladies demand change from a man, but they never had a man in the home to see what a man is. Mm. That's crazy. I, I get it all the time. <clears throat> People trying to change their man and, and have these false expectations. Like, do, do you think a man always going to want to do what you think the man should do? That's a human being with feelings, emotions, uh, uh, pressures. And, and sometimes you want Jesus. And that's why you're single. The only time you're going to be married is to marry supper the lamb. That's the only time you're going to be married is when you're in heaven, because that's who you want to be with is a perfect man. And right. because if you know that change is ever flowing, you will always have the flow of grace towards a good man. You will always say, you know what? Maybe I'm being too hard on him. Maybe he grew up in a home where he didn't eat at the kitchen table. Maybe he grew. There's a lot of different things that you can't just go off of how you grew up. Right. You got to be mindful that not everybody grew up like you and that you can't have these false expectations. And then you have a great man in front of you. And because some things you ain't going to find out until you marry. 
And that's what happens in all marriages. When you get married, you realize, oh, we grew up differently and <laughs> differently. Right. But then at that moment, you can't be like upset because the man ain't ain't following what you have been familiar with for all of your life. Right. You got to give grace so that man can ever flowing change to where y'all have a common ground of understanding. You can't just recruit a man to come all the way to your side. You got to ask that man, what makes you different? What makes you unique? What makes well, how how because this is not your house, it's our home. Right. And so when you make a house a home, it's two people finding a common interest, common goals, common ground under Christ. And then that's where y'all begin to create your own traditions. Y'all begin to create not just uh, I only do what she want to do, because if I don't do what she want to do, she gonna be mad. Let that man have Christmas like he like to have Christmas. If that man it, let, let, let that man be who himself in Christ, not in his ego. That's right. All right. Um, number three, and I'm going to actually call an audible because there's one that I over <clears throat> us talking. I thought about okay. and this is probably this might be the the number one All right, let's mistake roll. that I see let's get as to far it. as women making in relationships. You don't allow the man to be the head of the home. Mm, dang, BD, why you go there? You went like there. go there. Go there, BD. And it's <clears throat> in 2020 in today's society, you know, we're big on the feminist movement. We're big on women being able to, you know, do all the things that men can do. The, that women can go out and, you know, work and and and, and generate income and, you know, and yes. Okay, like women can't. You, I mean, you can work a job. You can. You're absolutely um, capable of, you know, holding down a job and providing income and um, mental, you know, your mental capacity is the same as ours, you know, and a lot of times y'all are smarter than us. Like, so absolutely women are able to do a lot of the things that men can do. But I think what is, that has created in our society is a generation of, you know, women who, I guess, have gotten away from what the Bible says, the biblical roles that God established for men and women. Just because you can do something doesn't mean that you necessarily should do something. And it's I'm, and I'm not saying that women shouldn't work. By any means, mm -hmm. what I'm saying is sometimes in that process, in the process of women working and bringing in income, we've gotten away from the the house, the roles in the household. We had a question last week um, where one of our listeners was talking about what if the woman uh, makes more than the man? That's going to happen sometimes. <clears throat> Excuse me. In today's society where women are working as well. Sometimes they they're going to be better at their job than, you know, the man in the household is and they might make more money regardless of that. Like I said, that's fine. Regardless of the, the problem is when we get away from the established roles that God put into place, he didn't put those roles into place depending on how much income one person brings in versus how much income the other person brings in. He said, regardless, the role of the man is the head of the household the protector and the provider. 
and the role of the woman is the the, the nurturer, um, you know, the keeping the household. Right. So those responsibilities don't change regardless of if you want to work, that's fine. But these are your responsibilities mm-hmm. as far as God is concerned. <clears throat> right. As a man, if you want to work at McDonald's, that's fine. <laughs> but these are your responsibilities as yep. far as God is concerned. Right. So a lot of times what happens in relationships is women are, you know, for whatever reason the case may be, whether it's they make more or whatever the case may be, or they were raised in a feminist environment and they're like, oh, we're equal. They're not allowing that man to, you know, assume his role as the head of the household, which is the role that God established for him. They're not, you know, submitting to that man how they're supposed to. Now, there are there are variables, there are factors, you know, that 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 play in here. Like if that man is not handling his responsibilities, if he is not, you know, leading in a way that, you know, God wants him to lead, then I understand mm-hmm. it being more difficult to submit to that man. But a lot of times you have a man who's, you know, doing what he's supposed to be doing, might not be what you think you know, it's supposed to look like or what you had in mind, like J.E. said, you know, false expectations. Now, that that's a whole different thing. If he's not living up to the false expectations that you have, right. but he's handling his responsibilities, Ooh. what God wants him to do. He, yes. Then that's the issue with you. That's it, B.D. And that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Good point. Right. If he is doing his job, if he's bringing home and he's providing for the family and he is, you know, assuming his role as the head of the household, he's handling his responsibilities, but he's not fulfilling the ideals that you had in mind. And you're not because of that, you're not submitting to him as the Bible says you're supposed to. Then that is what ruins a lot of relationships. Men having like it's in our DNA to protect and to provide. It is in our DNA where we need to be needed. Like, I'm just going to be honest, like it, because that's how we're wired. And some women are just so caught up in that feminist movement. Like, oh, I don't need a man. I don't need you. I don't need you. You know, you can do that all day. And what you're going to find is slowly, he's just going to slowly distance himself, slowly distance himself, you know, and eventually the relationship is going to that's why you have a lot of infidelity. That's why you have a lot of men up and leaving, because that woman is just not letting him be the man that God has called him to be, not letting him, you know, be the man that it's 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 in it's deep inside him to be that man. But you're just not letting him do it because you want to make the decisions. Oh, I can make the decisions, too. Oh, that's not a good idea. Let's do it this way. Like submit to that man's leadership. If he's not always making the perfect decision, then just pray. You know what I mean? Pray that God show him, you know, the direction that he needs to go. Just pray that he's spending time with God. And if he's doing those things, it'll come. You know, we're not perfect. We're not going to make the right decision every single time. But if he's submitted to God and he's seeking God, he's going to eventually get it right. He'll have one offs here and there. Where he's make, he makes the wrong call, but ultimately you have to trust in his relationship with God. And that's something that you should see and be confident in. And if you see that, then you have to submit to him. If you can't do that, then you're messing up relationships. You're getting in the way. And that is what leads to a lot of relationships uh, falling apart. 
Yeah, BD, real right off the top of the dome. First thing that I came to my mind was if you don't practice trusting in God, you won't trust in the one whom he sent you. You see what I'm saying? And so yes. if, if you don't practice trusting in God and, you, and you've been trusting your own, because what's going on is the feministic movement uh, birthed uh, a framework of thinking that made women desire strongly to be equal. And so what happens is these these thought patterns birth, these philosophies built, these emotions cemented. And so what happens is when that type of of ideology is cemented in a woman's mind, then they feel as if uh, I can do everything myself. That's why a lot of women are no, no, not hear me closely. They're going for these big degrees. They're getting big jobs now. That's not by accident. Because the best way to change a person's mind is to have a person trust in their own ability. You got your own degree. You got your own job. You got your own house. You got your own car. And if you erase God out of the equation and everything that was in your equation is effort, 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 but not grace, grace, grace from God. And and all this came because of the grace of God. Then when God, God ain't going to, first off, God ain't going to send you a man. A good man will sniff that and be like, I don't want that because she because that's that's why uh, um, possibly you could be single now is because you got an aroma around you that's causing people causing men not to even want to be bothered with you because because why go somewhere when I'm not needed? And and when you think that way and you don't trust God throughout the stages of your life, then when God sends you the right one, you won't trust the godly leadership in him. Because you trusted yourself all your life. And what happens is when you, and I've seen this happen, when you've developed such a cookie cutter life, when trials and tribulations come, you ain't going to be able to know how to handle it. Because what happens when your trust, your trust in yourself can't be trusted. And if you haven't made it a pattern in your life to trust God, then you ain't going to relinquish any type of submission. Submission is trusting. I submit to this man because he has proven to be trustworthy because in, in the man that he trusts in, the man Christ Jesus. So if you see that pattern that he trusts Christ and you see Christ coming and endorsing him and Christ is endorsing his, endorsing his candidate, you know what I'm saying? Then then it's, it's easy to, to, to uh, submit because you're like, okay, this man, like one thing my wife sees, he's like, God always come through for you. Don't you know she's going to submit to me more and more and more? I know we're going right. to talk about men next week, but man, if you want a good woman to submit to you, now we'll say that for next week. But what <laughs> I'm trying to say is, is that ladies, you have to, you have to trust because good men grow where there's grace. If you want a man's growth to be slow and he don't want, and end up where he don't want nothing to do with you. Don't give him grace because, you know, there's a lot of men that's married to women but have already tapped out years ago. Yeah, there I mean, there is countless of men who stay married because of God only. That's it. Not because of you. He's staying with you because and you notice why <clears throat> the greatest test for a lot of marriages when they become empty nesters. Most divorces, a lot of divorces happen uh -huh. when the children are out of the home because most people only stay because of the kids. You want a man to stay not just because of God and the children. You want him to also be there because, you know what? My wife appreciates me. And what I don't want you to happen is I had a man because men will wash the dishes. Men will change your oil in your car. Men will do a lot of things and still don't love you. He's only doing it because it's the right thing to do. 
And right. We're talking about good men. There's right. a lot of good men who really are praying in their prayer closet that they wife give them grace and not nitpick, nag, re- call out every mistake. Like your breath don't stink. Like you don't poop how we poop. Come on, man. That's that's why I think a lot of ladies, not a lot. I think I think that's why some women are single. I have here uh don't receive help from hurt women. Mm. That's what's tox that's causing toxic thinking in a lot of young women. Because mama still listen, if your mama haven't healed from what her husband did to her or what her man or your father did to her, it, you might not want to listen to her. No matter how you might not want to listen to her because if you want to you want to hear from people who are speaking from a healed place, not from a hurt place. And you don't want to be, well, I guess this is how I'm supposed to be. And now you got a false lens of how all men are. You thinking all men this way, but you got your advice from a hurt woman. So that's all I got right there for that, BD, is that um, don't raise a boy, praise a man. Change is not cemented, is ever flowing. I think it was last points. But, um, and be very careful what you ask for. A lot of women are asking for equality, but your ability is not ready for that type of equality. We're equal in regards to sonship and daughtership. We're equal. But when it comes to mm-hmm. ability, we're not equal. Look at our muscles. We are created differently. If you want to carry all the groceries upstairs all you want, by all means. <laughs> If you want to open that jar of pickles, then you go right, go ahead. right ahead. Don't call me. Don't call me. That's what my wife, my wife, it is funny. People be looking at her crazy. She, I, I can be five steps behind it because that's what I do. I'm five mm-hmm. steps behind because I want to see the good thing I got. You see, I mean, that's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, <clears throat> I want to make sure we good. Right? Even if I'm five steps behind her, she'll stop at that door. Why open a door when I got a strong man? You know, victory doors are heavy. So <laughs> them Victor Christian doors, them doors are heavy, bro. Especially when the winds hit. Right. She ain't gonna open that door. Why? When I got a man right here, but when she got a pickle jar, who's she coming to, Daddy? You know what I'm saying? And vice versa. Go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we have our strengths, and women have their strengths. And we go to y'all. We love y'all strengths, Bruh, When it comes to like perceiving. People and, you know, perceiving people, perceiving spirits, uh, you know, sometimes decision making, like ultimately, of course, I'm going to be that, you know, that final decision. But I'm going to definitely consult my wife because she sees things that I don't see. That's right. She's sensitive to things that I'm not sensitive to. And that's that's, you know, God created y'all like that. Women like that. Y'all are sensitive to some things we are more based in just logic and reason. And that's cool sometimes. That's cool for a lot of things. But there's some things, some decisions, some situations that cause you to be sensitive, you know, to, you know, the spirit realm or, you know, just different things, things beyond logic or reason. And that is, you know, those are the kinds of things that y'all are strong Man, in baby. when it comes to nurturing. When my son, you know, falls and, you know, hurts his knee, if he comes to me, I'm telling him, suck it up. You know what I mean? But that's not always what a child needs. <laughs> Sometimes a child actually does need someone to nurture them and to let them know that it's going to be OK. And that's fine. But that's 
That's the woman's strength. So God created men and women differently. If he wanted, like, how genius is that? Like, you know what I mean? If you have a basketball team, you have to have different roles. If you're in a business, you have to have different roles. Everybody can't do the same thing. That's right. And like you said, with the feminist movement, you know, it's so based on, oh, we can do everything y'all can do. That's great. But you still have roles, right? And it's almost, oh, go ahead, Vidi. Go ahead, go ahead. It's almost as if they sacrificed their God-given nature to have our dominant nature. Right. Do your role. (laughs) You know what I mean? We need y'all to do your role so that we can do our role. We work together and together there's no limit to what we can accomplish. We can fulfill God's call on our lives as a marriage. And that's what I think a lot of people don't understand. Like you are a team when you come together as man and woman in a marriage. It's not, oh, you're the star uh, player of the team. No, I want to be the star too. We can both be stars. No, somebody has to take the lead. Somebody has to be the complimentary role player. And together, y'all are an unstoppable force. You can't have a team full of Michael Jordans. You're not going to win. Yeah. Because even he somebody got to grab rebounds. Somebody got to play defense. You're right. So, you know, the feminist movement is great, man. And yes, y'all can do a lot of the things we can do. But that doesn't mean you should. Yeah, man. You see, and that's why I think we have to get to a place where we understand that we can't get caught up in the world's ideologies of things. We have to go back to the book. We have to go back to God. A lot of people don't want that. They, they look at that as an ancient document. They don't want to go back right. to God. God is not old school. He is the school. I say that everywhere I go, he is forever going to be the school. Just because it was written in, in 1,500 years ago or 2,000 years ago or whatever, God wrote it. Oh, but Josh, God didn't write it. He wrote it through people. What kind? If God wrote it and he dropped the book from heaven, all the devil had to do is steal that one book. And what kind of praise could, how could, how, what kind of glory would God get if he wrote it in heaven? But he gets even more glory if he can write a perfect document through imperfect hands. And so what I'm saying is you got to, you got to understand apologetics, study the word to find, to show, to understand for yourself and find out what's true about life. Because one thing the devil is trying to do is to erase out of our minds God's original order of things. Everything disorder is when we are distanced from God's order. When we distance ourselves from God's order, then you have disorder. And if you want disorder in your marriage, do opposite of what God wants you to do. And you will have disorder in your home all the days of your life. And ladies, if it's taking a long time, cool, because God's probably giving you time to, to, to heal as well as to grow. And so that's all I got, BD. I just I just think that we have to understand that there are different roles. Do you think I really want to do my role all the time? Do you think I want to always be always sensitive and alert to protecting and providing? Do you think I always <laughs> want to have a everything like ever, before I got married, my brain turned into a calculator. I'm always calculating. Right. Should I spend this? Should I do this? Do you think I want to do that all the time? No. So, yeah, we all got roles and our roles suck at times. Right. But when we got the spirit in the midst, it'd be mm. it'd be beneficial. It'd be successful. All right. Last point. B. I know we're going long. <clears throat> yeah. We're going wrap this one up. Um, actually, we had two more points, but uh, you say you, you called an audible. So you, you, you okay. brought one in. 
Okay, so which so I'll sub one out. Sub one out. Okay. Um, the last one that we'll talk about this week is you create drama instead of memories. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, we say it all right the time. Here. Yeah. We we say it all the time here on the Good Guys podcast. Okay. We as men are simple creatures, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't take much, you know, to 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 make us happy. <clears throat> and we just we don't like one thing about men, we don't like a lot of drama. No. Right? Mm-mm. Look at look at the 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 TV shows, look at, you know, your friends and things like that. Look at how a lot of times women interact with each other. And what happens when a lot of women interact with each other and watch what happens when a lot of men interact with each other. A lot of times when y'all get together uh, or women, it's it's, you know, drama, backbiting, you know, backstabbing, that kind of thing. When and then like take a TV show, for example, a lot of times these reality shows, I know you don't watch them, J.E., but they'll break off and all the all the wives will get together and then all the husbands will get together. Right. All the wives get together and they're just going back and forth drama. She said, you know, she said this and she said that and da, 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 da. And then it goes to the men and they're all at like a barbershop somewhere and they're just chilling and, you know, just relaxed and having a good time like. As men, one thing you should know about men, we we kind of we, like we avoid drama, avoid it, right? At all costs. Like we just when you're when you're interacting with other guys, like you're just not looking for like, you know what I mean? You're not looking for an argument, you're not looking for drama, that kind of thing. So, what I'm trying to say is <laughs> keep drama to a minimum <clears throat> as much as possible. Like if you're always coming with a new issue if you're always coming with a new problem if you're always you know every little thing has got to be a thing then you're gonna run that man off Hmm. right Hmm. and i'm speaking in generalities i'm not saying all women are all about drama and you know all men are like but what i'm trying to say is this men do not like drama Okay. don't be the person that brings. Try not to add drama to his life. Try not to bring new drama to his life, especially we're talking about in the relationship stage with this one. It's relative in marriage, too. But definitely during the relationship phase, try not to bring drama to that man's life, because that is something that can definitely run a man away. J.E., I give you the floor. Man, listen. I know you're passionate about this one. Man, I'm telling you, there is nothing, I mean nothing, that a man cares more outside of God is peace. <laughs> yes. Man, because do you know what we have to, I, I don't think, uh, if if flies, if women can be flies that follow us, they will see what we have to avoid as men. The advances, the, 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 white supremacy the 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 paranoia when a cop pulls behind you the 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 things that a man has to go through he doesn't want to go to a house he wants to go to a home 
And if we walk through that door and you talking about, I need this done, that done, this what she did. And, and all of a sudden, and you wonder why that man's in another room all the time. Or you wonder why that man, as soon as he comes home, he changed clothes and gets it back out of the house. And you wonder why that man is banging his head on the wall while you're talking to him. It's because <laughs> he didn't want to come home. Because what happens is sometimes women, um, some women will pin up so much in them. Right. And they can't wait to release it on their man. No, you have to have different um, stages in between you and your husband. <laughs> That channel right. to channel your frustration, your gossip, your concerns through. And that's what God is there for. Mm. God is there in a relationship for you to give it to him. If 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 you frustrated by something, if you and some things can wait, you gotta if you carry the weight, you won't know what needs to wait. If you think that, oh, he got to do this. As soon as he gets home, I've been looking at this nail in the corner of the of the I don't want him to pull that nail out as soon as he gets home. Come on, man. God would if you go to God before you go to your ego, if you go to God before you go to your man, God will tell you that'll wait. Let that wait. Mm-hmm. Do this when your man get home. Say this. And, and, and that's what that's why God is needed in the marriage, in a relationship. Because when I'm frustrated by something with my wife, my wife barely hears anything from me about her right. because I go to God about her. Because some things, if I say something. She ain't going to receive it well from me as she will receive from God. Because if it comes from me out of season, it's just information. If it comes from God, it's revelation. And when God reveals it to her, then that's when your wife comes to you and be like, you know what? I'm sorry. That's when your husband comes back to you and says, I'm going to take care of this. I used to tell my wife, give God, give God time. Give God time to give you what you want. Because if you come to me and you want it now and I'm tired, it's friction, immediate friction, because ain't no man is going to want to do like he just got home. Now, I'm not sitting there saying my wife does it, but we had to have a talk like like because she needed to know this is how a man is. A man wants to come home and sit down and uh, just get all this out. Right. And if you come in the midst of that process, you know, when a computer says do not shut down while this thing is loading. If you mm-hmm. hinder us from loading and finish computing, you're going to get an ugly side of him every single time. Why you make that face? Why are you doing that? Because it could be you. Right. I'm telling you, if you give the man, a man that's in God, time, he'll give you everything yes. you need. When he gets home, give him an hour. Leave him alone. Hug him, kiss him, Jeez. give him a glass of water, whatever, you know, walk around with some boy shorts or something and then walk away. Because when we see that walk away, oh, all right, okay, <laughs> okay. But I'm, go ahead, BD. <clears throat> I just wanted to like just slow that, slow this one down right My here. BD, I was, I, was is, going, I was going 16 to 45, no, BD. No, no, like this is like, this is, we should be charging for this right here. If y'all could just get this point right here. Be good. If you can master the art of letting that man have, you know, that when he gets home from work, when he gets off work, give him some time to de-stress, whether whatever that is for him, whether it's, you know, it, 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 playing a video game just for, a, you know, a quick 30 minutes or whether that's watching TV while he eats his meal. Or, you know, if you can master that. Because so many women just can't, 
like you said, J.E., me and my wife have had this talk, too, mm-hmm. and I've explained it several times. And, just don't. And, you, just, <laughs> and she just can't, can't quite grasp it. And I love her. I love my wife. She's amazing. But if she could just grasp, I said, babe, if you let me come home, right, you let me, what I like to do, I like to eat my dinner, and I like to watch probably the first segment of First Take, whatever that was for the day. If you can just let me watch and listen to what they're talking about while I eat my food. As soon as I'm done eating, it's probably about 30 minutes. I'm all ears. Whatever you want to hit me with, it's fine. And it's different from for different men. Whatever it is that he needs to do to kind of separate everything that he dealt with during the day from what's going on at home. Let that man do that. We as men... We compartmentalize, right? Mm -hmm. Like women is kind of like, they're always aware of everything that's going on. So, you know, when, if y'all have a job and if y'all work, when you come home, you've been thinking about all that stuff all day and you're probably still thinking about work. We compartmentalize, man. Yeah. So when I'm at work, that's what I'm thinking about. And then when I get off work, I have to transition Mm -hmm. to the issues of home, but I like to have just a few minutes in between there to just not think about anything. Right. Yeah. So if you can grasp this, ladies of the good guys podcast, I'm telling you, it's a game like you will. That man will worship the ground you walk on. If you are a woman who, oh, man, my lady, she don't be stressing me as soon as I get home. She hey, she be like, do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Relax, man. You know, I'm telling you, let you let you de-stress and then come to you. If you can grasp that, if you can grasp how to filter the things and the issues and the problems that you bring to your husband. Every single issue that happens within the household or whatever the case may be doesn't have to be brought up to your man necessarily. You can filter some things out. Yeah. I do this. <clears throat> like too. when my wife goes off, you know, and she has a hey, babe, go get a massage or whatever, or she goes to the store or whatever the case may be. A lot of times things happen in the house that I fix before she gets home and she never knows about it. Bruh, there's some stuff that our wives will never know. Never knows about it. But that's never the case <laughs> when I'm gone. When I come home, I find out about every every little argument that uh, Junior and Braxton had. And I'm like, babe, I appreciate you letting me know. I didn't necessarily have to. It wasn't going to add anything to my stature of life. You know what I mean? Like, I can't really discipline them now. That was three hours ago. Um, it's been resolved. Now they're happily playing together. It happens six or seven times a day that they act like they're going to kill each other. And then they're friends the next five minutes. I didn't need to know about each time that they got into an argument. If you can master that. <clears throat> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That's why God is saying, I'm here. You got to filter things through him. And that's what boils right. down to a lot of ladies have trusted their own ability for so long. Number one, number two, they didn't have, they didn't see it done over and over again in the home. Most homes that a lot of homes that women were brought up in, the mom ran the house. You see what I'm saying? So their, their mindset, all the, imagine all these things happens in our formative years. So it's forming the way we perceive the world. And so when God's way is not shown in the home, then it's not formulated in the minds of a mind of a child who's forming themselves. And so what happens is you got these false ideologies that's forming in a in a person's mind and they think that's how it's supposed to be done. No, 
You got to be able to say, you know what? I got the helper. Jesus told his boys, he put his, he put his chicken down. He put the biscuit down. He said, listen to me, y'all. It's expedient for me to go. Cause if mm. I do not go, I cannot send the comforter. The Holy Spirit is there for you, ladies, to simply acknowledge him. Holy Spirit, what should I bring to my husband today? If you just take that moment to spend, and I think sometimes uh, uh, devotions can be so surface level that I did my devotions, I prayed, but did you really, did the devotion get into you or you just did the devotion? You have to be able to say, am I really utilizing the comforter who will comfort Mm. you? It's for men too. We'll talk about this next week. But what we're saying yes. is, is that you, as a lady, you got the help of the Holy Spirit to help you ease your emotions so that you can focus on your husband when he gets home. But things happen so fast that you forget the helper. Right. And so that and I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit will tell you this how you this how you should angle it. He'll prompt you when to bring that matter up to your husband. Because some things right. are meant for God to deal with him on, not you. Right, because right. if you deal with it, you, he's not going to hear you. He's going to hear your frustration and he ain't going to never deal with that. He's going to just start thinking that you're crazy. But if you let God deal with him, you'll see the change happen. Give God time to be God. Give God time to deal with your man and be a present help when he comes home and, and be a peaceful place. Because I, there's nothing worse than having nowhere to go that's peaceful. Right. <clears throat> Oof. That was powerful right there. Yeah, man. I think y'all owe us money. <laughs> y'all, I'm, I'm like, like we bro. should be charging for that. Y'all owe us. Y'all need to be sending us. I did, if I can get a thousand people to give a thousand dollars, we'll be straight. But no, nah, we just good. We good. We good. We doing this from the kindness of our own heart. Freely I receive. Absolutely. Freely we receive. Freely we give. And I hope that was uh, beneficial to, <clears throat> um, to y'all. Uh, again, next week. All right. I don't want y'all to think we're just trying to beat up on the ladies. Next week, we're going to get on the men, and it's probably going to be worse. That's it. It's <laughs> the Good Guys Podcast. Yeah, man. All right. <clears throat> we hold guys like we we the men, like we said today. We're the men of the household. We're the head of the household. So it's not just, oh, I'm in charge of you. There's a lot of responsibilities to come with that. And you, there's a lot. You know what I mean? The, when, when things go wrong, I'm looking at the man. God, God people that's who, right. And that's that's what <clears throat> comes with it. That's what comes with being the head of the household. When things go wrong, I'm looking at the man. God did not come to Eve first. He came straight to From Adam. From the beginning of time. He came to Adam first. So Where was you at? And Adam? Who who? <clears throat> yeah. Exactly. And you know and what Adam look did? At the situation. Oh, B, that's for next week. That's for next week. We gotta stop Ooh, because I was about to. Oh. Baby, you can't. You, there's certain texts. Let's go. There's certain texts in the Bible you cannot give a preacher and expect him not to go. My bad. Jeff. Next week we're gonna stop. But I just want the people to know we're not trying to beat up on the women. All right, it's gonna be Ooh, even worse for the men. Man, it's week. gonna be. It's gonna tune in. <laughs> tune so in. tune in. And it's because we love you, fellas. We love you. Yeah. We love you, man. We want to make sure you good because don't get in it if you ain't ready for responsibility. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. But anyway, hop in the comments um, if you have some other things that you um, want to bring to the conversation as far as things that women can do to mess our relationships. Um, if you have some things that um, that men can do to mess our relationships, hey, throw them out there. We might discuss it next week. Yeah. Um, 
Other than that, we're going to keep it moving. Um, so we were talking earlier in the podcast about the coronavirus and the pandemic and the panic and the, and the anxiety that it has caused for the country. And one thing that it has done, a lot of people are going to the grocery stores, buying up a ton of groceries in the event that I guess we're, you know, constricted and confined to our houses. So it got us to thinking here at the Good Guys podcast, Mm -hmm. because, you know, people who, you know, have have never really had a tough time in life, maybe struggling during this time. You know, you know, those those that have gone through the struggle, they know how to survive in these kinds of situations. All right. (laughs) So it's easier for some people to adjust. People who have been through the struggle. Oh, they already know what they're going to be getting from the store. Meals that can last for a week. Meals that are not going to go bad. So it got me to thinking, what is the pre-apocalypse uh, coronavirus uh, grocery list. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. J.E., I know you've got a list. I know you don't have a list. <laughs> this is going to come a little bit more difficult to me. But uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about it. J.E., what do you have for Yeah, us? man, I just want to welcome you guys to what I've been living for a lot of the years of my life. <laughs> um, struggling is, I'm so used to struggling, man, that I could survive any struggle. Like, like I'm in perfect peace right now. <laughs> I'm in a place of peace because of Christ for sure. And because I've been here before. It wasn't on this level. <laughs> it wasn't a national emergency. It was a, just a home emergency, you know? And so, um, I have some foods here that I, um, I want to give you a list of things that you need to get to survive anything. Okay. Number one, this is, I think I have two sides to this list, BD. Um, if okay. the power works and if the power doesn't work, okay? okay. So, so I've been in I've been in both of these many times. You're ready for it. I'm ready for everything, man. There's been times I came home, the light's on. Great. There's days I came home, lights was off. Great. Either way. Dang. I knew what, either, either way, way we, we good. Either way, we eating. So there's been days where my mom was like, yo, son, just, you know, and I've been there. So lights on. Well, we'll just do a list. Number one, pre-apocalyptic um, things you have to understand is that you have to get non-perishables. Mm. See, see, growing up in the hood, everything was preserved by salt. You see what I'm saying? So so, right. so we used to non-perishables. You see what I'm saying? Right. Um, um, people who didn't grow up in tough times, everything was fresh, frozen, vibrant, colorful. We open up a can of beans, that one ain't green. We don't know what color it is. That's brownish green. You see what I'm saying? And most of our canned goods came from the uh, uh, food pantry at, at local uh, food banks. So you already know they expired. But either way, we good. I never understood what a food bank was. Wow. Yeah. BD. I'm just. A food bank I, is for those who don't have food. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a food bank is a place where you don't have money for groceries and you go to a church, you go to a food bank and say, hey, look, man. We struggling. Can we get a bag of groceries? We do it at my school. We have food bank to come to our school for our for our families who don't have who have money, but they um, some people they'll add they'll give you a bag of groceries for a dollar, five dollars, so they don't feel like you're getting stuff for free. Or like our school, we have a food bank, a second harvest that comes, and parents can come and get uh, food there. You see what I'm saying? But what was your question? 
I mean, do you have to provide like some kind of documentation? Some place you got. Some place you got. Some place you got to require. You got to provide why you're in that situation. You got to provide the bill. You got to provide like a, a a doctor's note. What I mean by doctor's note, like you've been out of work. Um, there's just certain things you got, but some places you can just go and you just go get what you got to get, and you just got to pay like maybe five dollars for the whole bag of groceries, so that you won't feel imp- uh, imp- like a handout, handout without no responsibility. Uh, and some places just give it out for free, just because they know this. They know the situation at home. Now, if it's if it's a young guy coming to get food, you ain't gonna get no food. But if it's grandma, you know what I'm saying, like elderly or people who are disabled, people get that for free because they know you're disabled and you're old. Okay. So, <clears throat> BD didn't know what a food bank was. The only thing he knew was Harris Teeter, and us, <laughs> our Harris Teeter was the giant penny or a food bank. Okay. So. Um, so you got to be you got to get non-perishables stuff that ain't going to die off, you know, things that ain't going. Uh, so basically, number one on my list. It's time to get those beanies and weenies out. Mm. Go and get them canned beans, beans with a little little beanie weenies, man. You know what I'm saying like there was many nights, man. I, I Our cabinets was always full of beans, beanies and weenies, <laughs> baked beans. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I became a baked bean. That's how many times we had baked beans. You see what I'm saying? Like, like, so you gotta go ahead and go go to the can aisle. Go to the can. Don't go, don't mm-hmm. go to the frozen aisle. Don't go, don't go, don't go to the snack aisle. Go to them mm-hmm. canned goods. Mm-hmm. Get you now. I know y'all probably never had a can 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 opener. Get you a good can opener. Don't get no battery operated can opener. Get the original joint. Cause y'all got the little thing. Don't mm-hmm. get that. Why you why you think I'm strong? <laughs> Opening them cans. Open them cans, spinning that thing. There you go. Now you're eating good. See, the thing about canned goods, BD, it's a bowl, mm. too. <laughs> wow. So, so for us growing up, you know what I'm saying? Ate right out of the can. There you see what I'm saying? You see how just three, about 30, about 20 seconds. Dinner. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Quick, quick, quick. <laughs> you ain't even heat it up. <laughs> Nothing. What? That's one thing. BB, we ain't had no microwave. Bro. We ain't heat up nothing. Room temperature. You see what I'm saying? I'm not going to say we never had beanies and weenies, but I'm not going to lie. My experience was a little different. BD, if the electricity's off, how are you going to heat it up? If you start a fire yeah. in the hood, that's dangerous. You don't know what gases are out there around you. I don't think we ever had a situation where the electricity was off, so... You know, we had the cast iron skillet. Had a generate, you know, open oh, up the cans, God. put it in the cast iron skillet. You know, you warm it up. You get the hot dog. Um, you know, the hot dog, the all beef rings, all beef. Um, you know, slice them up. You need to do little slices in the hot dogs, and then you put them in there. A little maple syrup, a little ketchup. BD. A little regular time. Bro, in the hood, you don't got time for that. You don't know who's trying to break in. You got cops going around. You want to see what's going on with your neighbor? <laughs> oh, they done got Ray Ray again. Uh-oh. Look like they got the coronavirus out there. Yeah, look, look like Miss Jenkins done got it. Look, look at it. I'm in a good neighborhood right now. I'm, I'm go, it's gonna be probably panic out there. I'm gonna have my beanies and weenies. <laughs> the electricity's <laughs> off, Bob. What are we gonna do? 
Just, just look at him. Just look at him. And get, and get at the bottom of the can. <laughs> wow. And you good. You That's dinner. For, for okay. 75 cents, dinner. Mm. For 75 cents, you had dinner. And if you hungry, get a second can. That's a dollar fifty. Wow. Okay. Number two. <clears throat> if you're lucky and the electricity's working, oodles and noodles. Mm. Ain't nothing like gourmet oodles and noodles. See, with my oodles and noodles, you see, all you need is a little. See, come on, man. All you need is a little packet. Just a little. Right. Three, one fourth of the packet. Don't put all of it in there. You just, that's just dirty. You nasty. Put a little right. bit, stir it up, just like you in China, just like mm-hmm. you in Asia, enjoying some good ramen. Hey, man, mm. how many can you get for 25 cents, 39 cents, BD? Mm, it's so whole, you get the whole pack. You get the whole pack? For 39 cents, right? Yeah. It's like, what, a pack of eight or 10? Oh, man, you good for a good week off orders and noodles. Or you could be like how the hood people was, eat them like chips. Anyway. Wow. Thoroughly, BD? Mm. Come on, man. Why y'all buying milk? Why y'all buying milk? Milk ain't gonna last. See, growing up in the hood, man, we we there was some Saturday mornings. The cartoon was ready for me. The cereal was ready for me. But there was no milk. One thing I learned uh-huh. at an early age was always check the expiration date. <laughs> always Because <laughs> listen, listen, we don't, BD grew up in a home where milk was always there. Mm-hmm. Ro- Mama rotated that thing. Oh, we got, you still got two days left on that milk. Your mom throw it out. Two days mm-hmm. after expiration date, that's the milk still good, <laughs> BD. <clears throat> anyway, just get you cereal. Don't worry about the milk. What we used to do as kids, pop the thing open like chips. Get all your whole grains. You know what I'm saying? Get all the nutrients from your cereal. You don't need no milk. That's a foreign concept to me. I have seldom ate cereal with no milk. Man, I think I had, I think, (laughs) I think I grew up eating cereal mostly without milk. Probably equal. 50-50 of my childhood was cereal with milk and cereal without milk. I remember one time I got mad when I came home and there was no milk. My mom slapped the... <laughs> Boy, eat that shit. One time we were so poor, man, we had water. We used to put eat cereal with water or orange juice. No, no, nah, Josh. Nah. No. <clears throat> that's not even funny. No, nah, that's how poor we was, man. If you want, My mom was like, if you want cereal, put this water in there. It is what it is. Does it? Does that even taste No, good? it sucked. I think we only did like one time. <laughs> no, that was how, that's how bad it was. Man, listen, bro. And my second, my fourth thing, if you want some good spaghetti, Mm-mm. all you got to do when there's, if there's electricity, just get you some Heinz ketchup or get the off-brand ketchup, get you some noodles, and you're good to go. You're good to go. <laughs> you are not good to go, Jackie, <laughs> with the spaghetti with ketchup. Not just ketchup, the off-brand ketchup. If you're eating spaghetti with the off-brand ketchup, J.E. Hey, man, I'm just telling you what helped me get through. I'm just saying, man, there was times where you got the bowl of noodles and you just got the ketchup on it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Also, man, you know what you got to do, man? Listen, jelly, uh, unless you get the jelly that you don't have to put in the refrigerator. 
Mm-hmm. But all you really need, get you a big, get you about two big tubs of peanut butter. Mm-hmm. There is nothing that sticks to you like peanut butter. Oh, nice. go, boy, get you a spoon of peanut butter. You'll be all right. Go to bed. <laughs> Come on. All I did was, all right, mom. Went right to sleep, bro. Yeah. You know, electricity for that. Yeah, man. So, what else I got on my list, BD? Because I know we got time. We don't got that much time. If you do got electricity, man, mm-hmm. ain't nothing better. <laughs> I'm willing to bet that there are things better than what you're about to say. Mama going to just make sure you grits and rice. Oh, rice and peas, rice and beans for my Jamaican brothers. Rice and beans for my Louisiana brothers and sisters. I do a lot of that now. Man, bro, get you a big pot of rice. If you got electricity, open a can of beans, put it put it in the bowl of rice, stir it together. That right there will last you. True. I'm telling you, man, you got to be able to think, man, or or get you or get you like we went to Harris Teeter because we are. Listen, one thing about J.E. from my conspiracy theorist channels, I already mm-hmm. been. I already did my shopping. B.D. has yet to do his. If anything mm-hmm. happens today. See, 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 when you struggle, you see the signs of the times. <laughs> the moment the moment I heard the NBA was canceled. <laughs> The moment I saw it on Twitter, I went, I looked on my phone. It was about 10 20, about 10 50, no, about 10 o'clock. It was 10 o'clock. I looked at my phone. Mm-hmm. I said, What grocery store is open? Hair should <laughs> open to 11. I said, Babe, NBA canceled. It's coming. That's when you know it's real. I'm going to go to the grocery store. I got my stuff all ready. <clears throat> so, if you want to find out where I'm at, I live in Texas. <laughs> Peter go black man, Josh got food. You don't know where Josh live. But I'm telling you, man, one thing about being a struggle, you see the signs of the times. I think the old school struggle, not this new school struggle. This new school struggle is kind of skewed. Y'all ain't really struggling. We struggled back when we grew up. Well, when I grew up, that was real struggle. <laughs> Some of y'all been so comfortable because we didn't have internet. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have all this stuff. Man. Right now, y'all, y'all think, y'all think this is a joke. Y'all don't, y'all don't read y'all Bibles. Y'all think this is a joke. Do you not know what the end time, what's gonna happen that you can't buy or sell? What? Let me stop. What I'm trying to say is, <laughs> this, y'all laughing, y'all doing memes and stuff until your face turned into a meme with hunger at the bottom of it. Mm. I'm telling you, y'all better, y'all better stop thinking that. Anyway, I'm done. Basically, what I'm trying to say is non-perishable stuff. It's okay to eat out of a can because it's only temporary. Okay. Uh, it's okay. Just eat cereal without milk. It's just temporary. It's okay to get the oodles and noodles and you know, it's not real noodles and you know, it's probably got because it's only temporary. Like we said before, it's time to pray. It's time to really pray over our food. Now, if you want to struggle, if you want to survive the struggle, you need struggle mm-hmm. meals. You can't have successful meals through struggle times. Successful meals do not work through struggle season. Struggle meals do. Oh, struggle meals will teach you how to pray. Because it's all preservatives <laughs> and chemicals and that stuff. <laughs> all preservatives and chemicals. 
I'll be going to Whole Foods today and buying my fruits and vegetables and perishable items. And BD. BD gonna be looking crazy. Me? <laughs> Wife looking at me crazy. I got I got uh 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 sardines. Oh, I forgot mm. about this canned meats. Bruh, open that thing, eat the sardine right out the can. Bruh, that's what I used to bruh. With some crackers? Mm-mm. Okay, okay. <laughs> two days, two days later. What was J.E. saying? <laughs> J.D. said something about sardines and crackers, babe. <laughs> Do we got cereal? Oh, no. We just got milk. <laughs> oh, no. Fruits and vegetables. Nah, hey, dog. Almond milk don't expire, bro. Hey, I got almond milk. Come on, B.D. I don't even do milk. I ain't take. I don't. I ain't did milk with cereal in years. Almond milk, my brother. Oh yeah, that. All right, BD. We've been going long. I know you got to handle your responsibilities, BD. As a man, as the head of the house, he has responsibilities to do. So it'd be mm. selfish of me, who also has responsibilities as the head of this house, to keep him from his responsibility as his head of the house. And so we gotta go. That is correct. But as I always say, if you enjoy the content, all right. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell so that you get post notifications. Hop in the comments and let us know how you feel about um, some of the mistakes that we talked about today that women make in relationships. Talk about any mistakes that you're aware of. Maybe some some mistakes that you made in past relationships that we didn't cover. Hop in the comments and talk about it. Um, If you next week, we're talking about four mistakes that men make in relationships. If you have any ideas for that, hop in the comments below and drop those there as well okay um talk about your pre uh i can't talk pre-apocalyptic grocery list what are some of the things that you're running out to the store to buy today for the coronavirus pandemic all right drop those in the comments as well and real talk bd this is serious it's probably not as serious as it is but the systems that be is making this serious for a reason. Italy has been shut down for days. China was shut down for weeks, some parts. You gotta just make sure you be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and be led to what you need to do to survive. Okay? This is serious business. I don't whether it happens or not, always be led by your spirit to know how much food to get, what you need to do, etc. 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 That's my nugget of truth. All right. Well, uh, that's about all uh, we've got here today. Someone who never struggled. Look how, well, okay, we'll just move on. Well, I just say, I'm just, I'm just trying to get a day off work. That's all. I mean, can I get off work? Oh, I'm, I'm already, I'm already anyway. off Thursday for a whole week, for two weeks. Yeah, School. they canceled CMS, didn't yeah. they? We still get paid. I said, y'all better pay us. Shoot. Anyway, I'll be at work on Monday. Um, Serving our great country. Well, serving those who serve our great country. You know what? <laughs> I am a happily married man, a humble father of four. He is a slim ref, aka Joshua Ezzy. Happily married as well. We're the Good Guys Podcast. Y'all be safe out there. We're out. Peace.